How might you ask? Did a man who's lived his entire life in the city end up on a ship bound for one of the most remote locations in the inner sea? Partly by choice, necessity, obligatory family tradition that I find myself on the way to Sargaba. Near my father asked me to set out in search of my own interpretation and path to enlightenment as he and his forefathers had done for generations. Neither he nor I thought I was ready for this undertaking, being 15 years short of the age he had set out on his own path. This was necessary, however, due to my indiscretion in dealing with an elven counselor. I was given no other choices other than where to depart. Sargava was not an obvious choice, but a land so untamed must hold a font of untapped wisdom waiting to be plucked from the jungle. I am Nath Vendikar, come seeking the wisdom of Sargava. Elizabeth Gordy, Medio It's supposed to rain during funerals. Bird singing, sunshine, cool breezes. Didn't seem fair. Uncle Carson deserved better than these things. He brought so much joy that it seemed almost impossible for the world to not acknowledge that he was gone. My mind wanders as people tell stories of his life, family members reading from the chronicles. But they don't know. They didn't really listen when he was alive. They'd never went on any of these adventures. Most of them had never been outside of Opara, let alone Taldor. They think these books hold his entire legacy, represent his life. They think that they are all that remains of Carson West. That and a few footnotes in the museum, getting most of the artifacts he owned after he dies. But they're wrong. That's not going to be the end. Uncle Carson was a famous explorer, but I will be too. I'll have my name in those chronicles. I'll make grand discoveries and meet amazing people. And when I'm famous, when people speak of me the same way they do of Uncle Carson, then I'll let them know. Uncle Carson wouldn't like me playing off his name, so I'll keep it to myself for now. But eventually, eventually people will know, and we will both be remembered. I see my sister looking at me now. It's my turn to speak, but I won't talk about the past of Carson West. I'll talk about his future. The legacy. Hold on, Cicero. We're almost to the ship. We just gotta make it to the ship and then we'll be safe. Those mantis won't get us there. We're going back home. It'll be alright. I know it's been a while. Thank goodness Tam warned us. Probably shouldn't have thwarted that assassination. It'll be okay. We're gonna be fine. It'll be okay. Swollen wench. Or Carol Shack. Ha ha ha! I can tell Diane that you won fair and square because the eyeballs behind me, they are very clean and they tell me so. You won this fair and square, and because of that, I will give it to you. Probably only because of the bouncer in the corner watching very closely. Dip my hat to the bouncer, take the map, say, Good match, new friend, quiet. Off to the spoils of the jungle, bless the and Ray guide me. Good luck, my friend. You'll need it. <laughs> Venture Captain Fennery on board the Grinning Canary's office. Port Carroll, Chef. Captain Veneri, it's lovely to see you. And the Grinning Pixie looks fabulous. Thank you, as always. How fair's the ship? She does well. She does well. That does her crew. I've brought you a gift. He hands her a bottle of undisclosed liquid. It's dwarven rum, though. Be careful. Very strong. Oh, you know my weakness. 
Yes, it seems a grim bit of business that I do, but hunting down these lost pathfinders and returning their needs to their families is... It provides closure, and I think that Phrasma smiles upon me for it. I would agree with you as well. Do you have the new list? Indeed. Are you ready for your next assignment? Indeed I am. Let's begin. She hands you parchment. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Shield Bash, where we will be playing the Serpent's Skull Adventure Path from Paizo Publishing. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. To my right, we have... Neil, I am playing Jarwin Triat, a human bard that is a flame dancer. It's going to be great fun. William, playing Naf as a uh, human monk. My name is Jason, I'm playing Tam Westcrown, human rogue. Feet are made for walking. Curtis, and I'm playing Ronan, an Inquisitor of Phrasma. Uh, who is a... What race are you, fool? I'm a Gripply. <laughs> I'm Peter, I'll be playing Meta, a changeling female, follower of Apsu, kind of a spirit talker, shaman. Got a familiar name, Cicero. Um, we find ourselves now in... <clears throat> Um, I'm sorry, what, what was your name, sir? Oh, you're right, I did forget to introduce myself. I'm uh, Grid, I'll be your benevolent GM. <laughs> I think you might buzz. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Later. It's benevolent first, buzz later. Right. So now we find ourselves for the Genevieve with the, uh, Captain Alessandro, first mate Alan Devers, excuse me, Alton Devers, and... This is perhaps the largest ship any of you have ever seen. It is massive. It's meant for trading. Fair and square. And uh, we find ourselves in Corinton, in Cheliac, where Nath is currently boarding. Alice Hendrew. Welcome to aboard, he says. Oh, yes, he says, welcome aboard. This is my first mate, Alton Denvers, and he'll be showing you to your quarters for sure. While we're loading cargo, please try to keep from underfoot. This isn't much of a pleasure to cruise, but we do have a couple of uh, activities that uh, y you could partake in with, when the crew, with the crew when they're off duty or some of our other passengers. Uh, Alton here, he likes to uh, play that, uh, what's that game, Captain? Card game. Oh, Three Dragon Emmy, yes. Right, right, he has a game of Three Dragon Emmy every night nearly, so you'd be welcome to join. We also do have Shuffleboard, indeed. Oh. I know it's unusual, but my crew likes it, so we keep it on. Alton, be about your duties, show him to his quarters. Thank you, Captain. Welcome aboard. And you see just all kinds of crew loading and unloading. You smell the salty air, of course. It's, you're on a port. I mean, it's everywhere. You can't avoid it. Hopefully you don't get too sick. Anyway, Alton takes you to your quarters. Uh, it's pretty plain and simple. Simple affair. You know, there's a fold-down dresser. This being a ship, space is always at a premium. So they've devised this uh, fold-down type uh, table 
that has a lip around it to hold your belongings, your baggage, what have you. Simple little bed, a wash basin, pitcher and big old bowl so you can wash yourself down in the morning or evening or whatever. Alton uh, says, I'll lead you to it. You're welcome up above deck anytime you'd like. It's probably a bit more comfortable up there uh, due to the temperature down here. Not a whole lot of circulation, you know. Well, I will stay here until you are finished unloading cargo, and then uh, I may join you on deck. Very good, very good. I'll leave you to it then. Enjoy. Thank you. And he takes off. What do you want to do? For the meantime, probably uh, sit and meditate for the day, because I've been traveling for many days to get to Corrington. Good, good. Rest, relaxation. All right. Above decks, you can hear the creaking and groaning of all the men working in the the beams that the the crane that they use to load cargo, you can hear that all day long. So that's how you choose to spend the rest of your day? Uh, yeah. Okay, very good. In the evening, Alton comes and knocks on your door. Yes, hey, if you in. wish, you can join us in that Three Dragon Anna game. Sure. Um, I have not played. Doom you will go easy the first time. Oh, it's a friendly game. No wagers. We'll go easy on you. Alright. I'll fall in. Okay. So you go, and there are... Eris Mavato is there. Eris, I believe that's how you say it properly. Eris <laughs> uh, is a trim, athletic woman. Short, dark hair. Tan skin. Fierce blue eyes. She dresses in tightly fitted leather armor and favors dark clothing and a tricorn hat, like most of the crew up, up top were wearing. And she says, hello, another player. Good to see you. Hello, my name is Nath. I'm Eris Mavato. Please sit. Take a seat. Right. Then Alton rejoins you. It's just the three of you tonight. And when Alton comes back in, he's chuckling. <laughs> Boy, Eris, that crewmate of mine that you decked, he's still sore. I just saw him outside. So then uh, he re retells the story of when Eris boarded. His crewmate made some lewd suggestions to her about being her bedfellow, and she hauled off and hit him square in the jaw, knocked him to the deck. And, of course, Alton thinks that's just hilarious. It's quite the story. Let me Absolutely. ask, do you uh, anticipate trouble on board? You're still wearing your armor. Well, like most adventurers, I tend to wear it in case I think I need it, but, uh, you know, it just takes forever to put it on and off, too, so. <laughs> There's that. That's like a glove, though, don't you think? Quite. Alright. So, uh, you all play your game. I don't really want to do any mechanics or anything for that. Just wanted to have a little pastime, is all. Sounds good. Alright. If you wanted to, you should have said something. I have the official Free Dragon anti game at home. Nope. It wasn't really. Because yeah, it's a very long and tedious game. It is. Yeah. I tried it once. <laughs> it's fun to play a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so. After the game, head back to your quarters, I reckon. Yeah, probably wash up and uh, rest for the night. Alright. Now, how about supper? Forgot to mention supper. <laughs> well, yeah, assumingly. Yeah. The cookie here, Alton tells you, is a little bit peculiar. He, uh, 
He tends to cook food that's a bit on the spicy side. That's a good thing. I will be where he's from. Right at home, uh, being from uh, Rudrani. Uh, Excellent. Lots of spices. Excellent. Well, tonight he's doing a chicken number, and um, yeah, it's a uh, probably you know about two hundred on the Scoville scale. Let's say you know it's, it's not too bad, but it's you know pretty pretty potent for most people. Yeah. While he uh, serves you up. There's other crew members around. You can choose to ignore them or what have you. Um, Eris is absent. However, there's another, what you assume to be a passenger, based on dress, available, uh, named Aina. And she just pretty much keeps to herself. Head down. Doesn't really take notice of much. As soon as she's done, she's gone. Alton happens to be walking by and notices... Notices you trying to watch her a little bit and says, "She's pretty private. Don't don't take offense." Makes you fun walking. Where is uh, at Stopham? Where is it that she's going? Uh, so I think she's going all the way to the end of the line. Yeah. Um, which you should already know this actually. <laughs> you know this uh, boat goes all the way from Magnamar to Elidir on a big circuit. So, and with many, many ports in between. Um, so I think she's going to Elevir is what he's trying to tell you, yeah. So, uh, we pre-rolled all those ports, eh? So you're fine for this evening. No problem with the cookies food. The rest of the evening is yours. Uh, like I said, I'd probably wash up and uh, rest for the night. been traveling almost non-stop since I left uh, Keonan. Very good. All right, so the rest of the evening passes without fail, uh, without incident, and the next day is very, very similar. Not a whole lot of activity, but you did disembark. You're on your way to the next port, which uh, in this case should be... Medievalpi, I believe so. Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, let's go back. That's where Illis McGordy is? Illis McGordy. Yeah. Where that's where you two are. Okay. Very good. And now are you boarding together? I think you guys already knew each other, is that correct? We know each other, but I would imagine since I'm in a rush, he he probably boards first. Okay. Very good. Damn you uh walk up to the dock, you're at the gangplank. Captain is there to greet you. Hi. Hello, uh you must be my one of my passengers with the stop, uh your name, please? Robert Tam West Crown? Tam, yes, I do believe your name is on the register. Well, well I would hope so. I've already, already paid for passage. Excellent. Welcome aboard. This is Alton Danvers, my first mate. I changed his name, didn't I? <laughs> Alton Devers. Sorry. Hello, Alton. Hello, Captain. Hello. Is that... Is that Shuffleboard? It is Shuffleboard. Oh, surely good. All oh, right. It's one of the few pleasures Mino Captain... Uh, allows us. Right, that's going to be wonderful. <laughs> All I need now is some prawns and it'll be right pleasure cruise. <laughs> Close. <laughs> right, Alton, get your duties. Show <laughs> Tam. Quarter. So Alton snaps too. Hi, Captain. So Tam will give a little salute too. Just like, right, go. good day, Captain. <laughs> Follow me, please. Takes you below decks. Shows you a 
room that is all designated for you. Not unlike previously mentioned. Thank you. So I imagine you want to settle in? Yeah, um, door closes behind Tam and big sigh of relief, like, <sighs> puts the bag down, takes the hat off, just kind of scrubs up the hair and puts the hat back on and sets the bags down but doesn't unpack anything, just sits down on the bed and starts, you know, basically twiddling thumbs, waiting. Just kind of nervous to get the voyage on the way. You're knock on the door. Right, right, uh, just a moment. Checks clothes and everything. And straightens out the jacket. Opens up the door. Oh, good day. It's Alton. Hello, Alton. I'm sorry, I just forgot to mention. Uh, dinner's at six bells. What? And they do have a bell rings for Quite various good, reasons. Um, All right. Uh, sorry, I forgot to mention when I was here earlier. Well, no problems? I'll leave you to it. Well, well thanks. It just closes the door as soon as, she, as soon as can. Very good. Anything else? Um, no, just kind of staying out of the way, trying to stay out from underfoot, and trying to not be noticed as much as possible. Okay. Flying low into the radar. Yep. So, um, she'll, like, Tam will come out for dinner. Uh, Tam will, you know, participate in things, but, you know, doesn't doesn't engage in conversation, doesn't start a conversation, doesn't, you know, tries to end it as soon as possible. Tam well knows, like, to give close-ended answers and things like that to try and cut a conversation off and extract from the situation, get back down into the cabin. Well practiced, I'm sure. Lots of history with, you know, how to converse with people. Very good. All right, so we'll go to Meta. Did I say it right? Meta. Okay. Meta. Um, You're running aboard the ship. Yep. Scurry across the gangplank. Okay. And you see a tall captain in front of you. Hi! Oh, oh, I was told I'm supposed to get on this ship, and are you guys leaving soon? It's really important we leave soon. Well, uh, we ought to be underway in about uh, half an hour. Okay, good. Oh. Uh, can I get your name, please? Yes, uh, you can call me Meta, just don't tell anybody that it's got like I... like a clipboard with all these, you know, passengers on is the only reason you guys <laughs> Just, Just don't tell anyone from town that I'm here, please? That can be arranged, no problem. Uh, Alton. Hi, Captain. We have another passenger that needs quarters. Hi, Captain. Follow me, please. And he takes you down, gives you your own room, and... My, is that what I think it is on your shoulder? Oh, Cicero? Yes. Isn't he pretty? Gorgeous. Lovely plumage. Yes. He's from my homeland. He's a flowering lettuce. Nice. Very nice, very nice. Well, here we are. Open the door for you. Uh, dinner is at six bells. Um, Captain didn't mention it, but uh, I do have a three-track and handy game pretty much nightly. You're welcome to join. Uh, we also do have shuffleboard and above decks uh, when we're not loading and unloading, that is. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I'll leave you to it. Thank you. She's just her. And you, like everybody else, here's all the work being done upstairs. Smell the salty air. No window in your room. Sorry. You're. Uh, she would actually prefer it that way. Okay. At least until they get out of here. Okay. Let's see. Anything else? Yeah, I think that'll work. Meta. At some point, imagine that you've been roaming around this ship. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Before she would have. Uh, 
exotic for it. Okay. I'm going to suppose at some point you've wandered around the galleot uh, itself in the, the cooking area of it such. Sure. You kind of tend to notice something kind of scary to you coming from the kitchen. You kind of sense that there's possibility there's some poison substances in the kitchen. Do you wish to do a knowledge check? Sure. If I had knowledge checks. None? <laughs> okay, we're going to use one of your pre-roll wisdom for this then. Oh, dear. And we'll see what you know. Oh, is that what that was? Mm, yeah, sure. 19, that's pretty good. Uh, you realize that some of these spices and seasonings that the cook likes to use are just really potent. And when they're all grouped together like this, I mean, we're talking like ghost pepper, stuff like that, that could kill the good stuff. Insects and shit, you know, but potent. Rabbit kind of poison, too. That makes a, a green aura all around the spice rack, you know? That kind of thing. Wait, the spice rack apparently poisonous to us. Correct. But in large doses, could cause some damage, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So, and she turned to leave. You bump into a guy, uh, sh another short person. Um, he is well dressed. He always dresses uh, in noble clothing. He says, "Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm Gallic, and you are." Oh, hi, I'm Meta. Sorry, I didn't mean to bump into you like that. Are you new on board? I am. Great. So, again, sorry. Um, I'll finish describing him now. Uh. Like I said, he dresses nobly all the time. Uh, once you get to know him, at some point during conversation, if somebody comments on his attire, if you can't take the time to dress properly, no one will take you seriously. And they'd be right not to. He's fond of saying this any chance he gets. Do you have Spellcraft by chance? I do. If you wanted to check it out, you could probably discern that he... Liberally uses prestidigitation to keep his clothing clean, too. Um, I am a bit obsessed. Well, if you don't take the time to dress right, people won't take you seriously. And they'd be right not to. Um, only if you look at his hands. He's got ink stains all over his hands. That apparently doesn't seem to need to clean those off. What happened there? Oh, this? Ah! It's kind of what I do for a living. I, uh... Dip your hands in ink? Yeah, yeah, finger paint. No, no, no. Uh, it's, uh, kind of my trade. If, you know, and if you don't have ink stains on your hands, people won't take you seriously. And they'd be right not to. Perhaps I'll see you at dinner? Perhaps. Or up above deck? Good to meet you. As he's walking off, he says, what the hell was that on her fucking shoulder? <laughs> and he's heading up above that. Oh. Okay. So you've now met Gellick. And the rest of you, what do you normally do when there's nothing to do? Wait for my ship to come into port. <laughs> Gamble. It's a hundred day trip. We're getting there. You guys? Uh, Nath would probably spend most of the time uh, above deck. Okay. Uh, used to the open water, so he would be enjoying this. 
great. Sounds like a good time to me. Does Tam have a window? Tam does not. Mm, Tam will go up deck sometimes. Okay. Is, I mean, you need some fresh air sometimes. Uh, but for the most part, he'll spend it in, in the, spend his days in his cabin, trying to stay out of the way. And when he is up top, you know, he's standing off to the side. Okay. Trying not to get in the way. Got more of those three that I heard. Um, and you two aren't on board yet, right? Right in front of you. No, not on board. Ah, all right, thanks. Um, so I imagine at some point you all have met and introduced yourselves. I would have probably seen uh, Tam up top, and uh, I mean we are days in on this voyage for sure. I mean, I'm sure, like you know, Tam's not hiding, so seen each other at least at dinner and things like that. And, okay. But uh, when it comes to dinner, Tam he'll sit next to Meta and back to most people, and then as soon as the food's done, back to the cabin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no shuffleboard for you? No. You were so excited, though. Uh, I was, but it's all a distraction. <laughs> Meta would probably cast purified food and drink every time she ate. <laughs> Math on the other end is uh, enjoying this greatly. It's like eating from his homeland. I'm sorry, say it again. Uh, it's like eating from from the spices that his mother uses. It's, there you go. Okay. It's all uh, used to spicy foods and. So yeah. you're loving it on board ship here, apparently. Yeah, this is great. And Sam enjoys new experiences, so whether whether he likes the food or not, he'll he'll eat it the way it's prepared. Okay. Sounds good. Well, at some point, a large, and I mean for the species. Albatross lands on deck. Whoa. Just large for an albatross. Alton sidles up next to you all and he goes, Crikey! That's a right big bloomer, isn't he? Right, you think we can sneak up behind it? <laughs> Are you gonna touch it? That's one of the most dangerous birds in the world. You can go poke it. it in the butt. <laughs> Does nobody shoot it? Because that's a bad thing. Yeah, don't shoot it. My, my shipmates, they think that the albatross houses the souls of lost sailors. Oh, really? It looks like a big chicken to me. <laughs> right, that's like not an uncommon common superstition. Would you like to find out for sure? I could ask it. Be my guest. I cast a spell. Okay. Speak with animals. Okay. And start talking to it. Okay. Albatross is saying, boy, it's nice on deck. Boy, it's nice not <laughs> flapping my wings right now. Okay, good to hit you right every once in a while. Why is that guy sneaking up behind me? <laughs> Why is that guy touching my butt? <laughs> Why hey. does he like my butt so much? <laughs> Sir Albatross, hi, what's your name? Uh, name? Name? What do you call yourself? Name? Uh, Albert. Me? <laughs> Albert the Albatross. They think you have the soul of dead sailors. Is that true? Soul? No. Like you carry dead sailors' souls around. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I haven't really thought about it. Sometimes I do feel heavy, though. Could be. I don't know of any other albatross that do, <laughs> but maybe. I have expected him to go, mine? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's seagulls. <laughs> That's a big seagull. Mine, mine, mine. Why is this weird guy playing my butt still? Okay, well. Okay, I'm bored. See ya. See ya. <laughs>
So, things go slow. But eventually you make it to your next port. Um, which in this case, where would it be? Did we decide that yet, guys? I think that Neil wanted to go for dirt. Yep. Yeah, I think there's probably one in between, though, that I want to touch on here. Nope, I was wrong. So port, wherever Neil's at. Port Peril. We're going to call it Port Peril's next. Right. Port Neil, got it. Port Neil, whoa. No, Port, wherever Neil's at. Same yeah, okay. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good. Not bad. So, leave the brakes on. The ship suddenly got smaller. Jarwin. <laughs> and bigger. You are on the docks. A gentleman wearing a pith helmet, a dancer's garb, and some hot weather clothing swiftly and gallantly walks up the gangplank to the boat, acting <laughs> like he owns the place. <laughs> Is it dancer's garb with warm weather, weather outfit? He's very confused. Swift, but gallant. <laughs> like, in my mind, it's like, you're just wearing, like... Everything that a normal person would wear, but it's all two sizes too small, so like skin is exposed in a lot of weird places. But it's all intentional, and you're just like basically prancing. This is, this is the image I'm getting from this. That's pretty much what's happening. Okay. Hi guys. Quickly look. Try, tries to find the captain of the ship or someone that appears to be. No, part. he's sitting there waiting for you. Oh, good, good. I'm gonna use this voice this time, though. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. I'm gonna try to anyway. See if I can remember this. Um, hey, Taylor. <laughs> uh, welcome aboard. Uh, I'm Captain uh, Alexandru. This is my first mate, uh, Olsen. Pleasure to meet you guys. And I'm you Darwin. Would, you would be uh, Darwin, I assume? Yes, could you uh, please show me to my cores? I'd like to get settled and then try to get this voyage on as fastly, fast and swiftly as I can. Thanks. Another one in a hurry. Just fabulous. Love it. Alton, to your duties. That's really loud, dude. Alton will show you <laughs> to your cabin. Okay. And he let you know dinner is at six bells. Thanks. Uh, all that good stuff. Nice to meet you. Close the door. Okay. What do you want to do now? I'm going to sort through all my belongings, make sure I have everything in order, you know, go through my outfits, make sure I'm, you know, pressed to the station, I'm all clean, and my, my cape is billowing everywhere I go. Because if you don't take the time to dress nicely, people won't take you seriously. And something, they'd be right knocking. Something like that. So you're with Gallic on that. Clean my goggles. Okay. And then we will switch to our... To me. Alright. You see this little two-foot-tall frogman come walking up the gangplank. And he's wearing traveler's clothes, and he's got a cloak, and he's wearing a tricorn. Got a bow slung over his shoulders. He approaches the captain and hands him his papers. Says, Captain, you come highly recommended by Captain Beniri. Oh, yes, Beniri and me go way back. Permission to board, sir. Granted. Fantastic. How are the seas? Ah, they're fine and fair right now. <laughs> that last chap was a bit interesting, wasn't he? <laughs> does it seem like everyone's in a hurry these days? Oh, it does, <laughs> yes, yes. Very well. <clears throat> so, I assume your first mate would show me to my quarters? You've done this before, haven't you? Well, time or two. Right. Alton, do your duties. Right this way. Alton, before we get started, what time is dinner? I'm finished. Six bells. Six bells? Why always six bells? Very well, then. Let's go. <laughs> he takes you down and does the thing, and you do whatever you're going to do. Do I have a window? What's that? Um, 
It's the same that you look out of. Thanks. <laughs> There's an example right there. Yeah, you do actually. I do? Alright. Does my window open from in my room? Um, it does. Right. Awesome. You think I'm shit. Look out my window. Real character. I look out my window. Is there somewhere if I wanted to go to the upper decks, I could climb through my window, or do I need to go through the all the man doors and everything down here? I'm assuming the ship is built like for human size, mm -hmm. so the door handles I gotta like reach up. Well, look back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you being grippy and all. I mean, I would presume like there's a lot of shorter races. I presume yeah. I'd probably have it at least. Maybe two doorknobs or something. <laughs> yeah, one at normal height, one at. Then you operate the one and it works both of them, maybe? Yeah, well, yeah because, you know, back then, pretty fancy. Trading vessels really had the real nice, fancy turn knobs <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Probably yeah. just the simple latch system. Right? A latch, there's a little stick I can pick it up and, you know. Just <laughs> climb the wall. Yeah, that's how my daughter figured out how to get into the pantry. She grabs a broom and. Pops the thing loose and then gets in. She's just like, I got it. Food. It's like, you're three. How did you figure that out? <laughs> she comes from smart stuff. Yeah, her mom is real intelligent. <laughs> All right. So anything else you wanted to do? Ronin? No, I've, uh, is, is, does it look like it's climbable outside the window? Just, um, just yeah, you could probably manage it. You okay. being you. Not that I'm going to right now, but you know. In the future, it could be very useful. Right. It's good to scout these things out. I'm not going to argue. All right. I shall tour the ship looking for interesting people. Oh, you might find a few. I'll what are you other passengers doing? I will be seeking out gambling of some sort. <laughs> well, you already know Elton has his nightly game. Yep. Sam would probably be watching people bored, uh, mostly just unobtrusively watching People come on just to see if anybody looks suspicious, and then once it looks like everybody's boarded, he goes back to the cabin. Okay. Uh, Nath would be on board, probably practicing shuffleboard while there's uh, some time without the waves. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now that they're a safe distance away from where she boarded, Meadow would probably be wondering about meeting new people and getting to know different things about different people, talking to them. Okay, so at this point, you know, there is Aina on board, other than yourselves. Uh, Gellick, who, he actually has been on board for a while. He's just been kind of quiet. So in other words, I kind of forgot to introduce him. That happens. Yeah, you know. Um, next port, whatever it might be. We uh, have... The list? Here's the list. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm calling it. These two are I've never been to that port, port before. Port. Fuck it. sometime. Yeah, no. It's, it's on the map, I promise. Lystria. Oh, okay. Very well. Um, next part, you see new passengers going through the same little ritual that you did. You see a rugged Tian man who appears much older than he is, with gray hair, worn in a ponytail, and a perpetual scruffy beard. His clothing and armor are well-kept and clean, but obviously of low quality. Only his sword, a beautiful katana, given to him by a member of the Ascus Consortium to ensure his loyalty and increase the perceived debt he owes to the group, has any real value. Uh, Ishiru is rightfully protective of it, and it is his only material link to his cultural heritage. So that's what you see in appearance. What was that? I-S-H. I R O U. 
Ishiru is how I'm going to say it. That's probably about, that's quite close at least. Ishiru. Uh-huh. And there's also red-haired woman. Mischievous green eyes. I try to marry you. And is missing a pinky finger on her oh, left hand if you look close. She uh, dresses in a way you can see a tattoo all the way on her back. Meaning it's between her shoulder blades and goes down, you know. Uh, it's Some of you probably recognize it as a symbol of the red manis. Yeah. Actually, that's an, I look. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I look. Disappeared. Yeah. Meta disappears below deck to her cabin. Yeah. Does this I, character have a name? Uh, Sasha. Sasha. Do any of you remember the Peter Gabriel song, uh, Games Without Frontiers? No? If I heard it, I probably would remember it. Yeah. That's too bad, because uh, in that song, Sasha plays with Brit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Brit can play with Sasha. Right. Um, I asked her about her tattoo. Mojo hand, Brit. Mojo hand. I asked her about her tattoo. That's an interesting piece of artwork on your back. What, what's, this, what's it mean? Is this frog? Frog. What do you mean, frog? I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Why does everybody laugh? frog? Relax. Completely different. Because <laughs> your short and green look like a frog and have a ten foot tongue. Well, yeah. well, that's not be racist. It may not be green. They come in a variety of colors. What color are you? Did you decide? <laughs> Predominantly green with blue accents. Green. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Shouldn't have said. Sasha says, I just relax. Genuinely, it's quite lovely. I'd like to know more. Um, it was an unwanted gift from my mother. It was an unwanted oh. gift from your mother? What yeah. kind of mother do you have that would do that to you? That's well, absurd. Long story short, she was grooming me for a job I did not want. No, really? Yes. It's funny how parents do that, isn't it? I never knew mine, but, you know. Right. It seems to be a thing with you humans. Yes. She's and your name is? Ronan. Good to meet you, Ronan. It is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So far, I've been enjoying the cruise, um, but... I'm going to go find my quarters now, and Alton jumps in. You're another one yes. that doesn't want to talk to anybody. What is race of, what's Sasha's race? Sasha is a human, I believe. Okay. I believe I said that. Um, yeah, I just remember. Human. If she was a half-elf, she, she's also a character from the Pathfinder tale, but... No, definitely not. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, player oh. question. <coughs> spell erase. Would that work on the tattoo? Not familiar with the spell. You just erase like ink from parchment, books, parchment books, walls, stone. Can I use it's not the, that big a deal. Can I use like a, like diplomacy? You just want to be on a good side, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Diplomacy or knowledge check to kind of figure out just from what I assessed what might actually be going on with her. Even though I, you know, I kind of came to her friendly, like I didn't approach her very coarse, oh, but just gathered information. Motive. So sense motive, yeah. and then kind of give me a roll. I also want to know about the finger missing. I got a 19 on the sense motive. 19 on the sense motive. You definitely know, that, or believe, I should say, uh, she's being genuine with you. It was an unwanted gift from her mom. Um, if you're going to inquire about her finger, do it. Tread lightly, I guess, is my best advice as you game master. Go ahead. Okay, no, no. tread lightly. Roll, it, roll play it out. Roll play it out? Yeah. Okay. You know, the tattoos, what happened to your finger? Do you have like a... <laughs> Uh, 17. Okay, she's not totally offended. 
Um, so I imagine you guys, you know, Alton's right there. I already said he jumped in. He's walking her to her quarters, and you're just jabbering away, following, right? Yeah. Would I know anything about the Red Manus assassins? Uh, don't know. Would you? It's your character. Local. What do you know? Yeah. I got a ten. Okay. Um, you're familiar with them. I mean, you know what they're all about and that kind of stuff. You don't know any particular thing. Okay. So, like, being disgraced, they wouldn't cut a finger off or something like that. Well, she'll tell you. Yeah, I uh, disappointed my mother, and uh, this was a parting gift. So, uh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Goodbye, good riddance, in my opinion. Mothers are supposed to be sweet creatures. Supposed to, but not in Red Manus society. Not good. Not good at all. Well, I hope you have a change of luck. Thanks. And I depart. Alton <laughs> stays there, tells her, sit, dinner, six bells, shuffleboard, <laughs> all that good stuff. And then he goes back to Ishiru and gets him and takes him into his quarters and Jason. I'd kind of like to sort of be following at a discreet distance behind a uh, uh-huh. display of amazing diplomacy. And afterwards, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to kind of break off and go knocking on Meta's door and be like, Meta, Meta, it's Tam. Open the door, Meta. Meta would open the door for Tam. Mm-hmm. Come on, quick. Carry on. Squeeze in, close the door. Don't need to worry. It's not... She's not actually an assassin. I mean, they don't usually display themselves that way anyway, but she said that something about her mother... I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Thank you. No, no problem. I'll see you. Do you want me to bring you dinner? I think tonight uh, I'll stay in my cabin, so if you bring it to me, that'd be great. Right. I'll, I'll grab an extra bowl. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be plenty. Sam leaves. Good, good, good. Uh, anybody else want anything? Want to do anything at this point? Uh, the first possible uh, convenience uh, that Ishiru leaves his uh, room, uh, Nath would probably find him and ask, uh, "Where did you get that sword?" Okay, give me diplomacy. Sixteen. Sixteen. And I only say that because of where he's from, and he's not exactly friendly to too many folk. He says, "Well, uh." It's kind of a payment from uh, the Aspis Consortium. You heard of him? Uh, no. I don't believe I have. Yeah. You're probably better off that way. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a long story short, but uh, I owed him a debt. This is what I got in return. And, uh, you know, it's probably the nicest thing I've ever had, quite honestly. Does he look like... Did he uh, enter quickly and attempt to get to his room, or was he... Yeah, he's kind of more lumbering. Okay. He wasn't in a hurry like all you. <laughs> everybody else. Right. <laughs> I mean, in fact, he stood, you know, just uh, looking at the dock, looking at the hustle and bustle for a while while he was waiting for Alton to come back and get him. What is your uh, What is your purpose for going uh, so far south from Tian? I'm hoping to start a new life. It's risky down there, I hear, but uh, really, there's nothing left for me here. So try elsewhere. Well, I wish you luck. And you, sir. Thank you. And with that, he's just going to face the rail since we're kind of underway at this point. We're, you know, taking off from the dock. Before you leave, though, you you know, you hear uh, the normal hustle and bustle, but there's some goofball over on the dock yelling, Cargo! And then eventually somebody comes up to him. They have a quick exchange. It's kind of strange, but this guy's got this horse behind him. You know, it looks like he's looking for somebody to take cargo, but there's nothing on the horse. The horse has this weird pointy hat on him. It's kind of a weird scene. Maybe that's what Ashira was looking at. 
kind of stupefied like everybody else. Oh yeah, the horse is kind of a, it's like a big, big, oversized horse blanket on him, but really it's a rope, yeah. It's very fancy. Fancy schmancy. So they have this little exchange, and then the other guy walks off apparently disappointed, and he still keeps yelling, Cargo! Yeah, yeah. Strange. Have you ever seen anything like that? (laughs) I continue walking around. Is there anyone else interesting on the boat? Well, let's see here. Nishiru, uh, Sasha, we just boarded here. There's Gellick. I don't know if you've met him yet, but... uh, I have not met Gellick yet. Yeah? Okay. You want to go seek him out? Well, if I happen to run into him, you know, I'm I'm just going to kind of cruise the upper deck and... Okay. Till I till I bump into someone interesting. All right. Well, you happen to find Gallic, we'll say at some point, and uh, he just kind of looks at you for a little bit. Let me ask you this: Are you with Society Pathfinder Society? I forget. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Any anything in your uh, association with them? Shall we say visibly? No. Okay. But with Pam, is there anything visible with Pam? I'd like to say yes, but Cam uh, didn't have enough money to buy a Wayfinder. Okay. Because, you know, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you'd allow some superficial thing. Sure. An yeah. emblem or something stitched under your clothing. Whatever. Yeah. You know, like a patch. Yeah. Um, he's got a pat- He's got a holy symbol of Desna and uh, I guess a patch of the, op- the glyph of the open road. Okay. So, yeah. Well, Gallic would probably know that one for sure. Yep. I'll just say this. Anytime you see Gallic. He turns around and walks away the other way. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, back to you. Ronan, you kind of want to chat him up? I'll look him over. What does he look like to me when I see him? I can show you a picture. Again, dressed in finery, got the big funky hat with the plume coming off, you know. Is that a gnome or a hat one? He is a gnome. Okay. He's a gnome. Hi. I can look eye to eye with this gentleman. He's your size, sir. Oh. He's even taller than me by a little bit. Sir, your apparel is fabulous. Thank you. Thank you very much. If Who is your you tailor? Dress appropriately. No one will take this seriously, and they'd be right not to. I always dress appropriately. Well, good for you, sir. And uh, what might your name be? I don't believe we've met. My name is Ronan, and you are? I'm Gellick Aberwinch. Gellick. What brings you aboard the ship, Gellick? Uh, looking for opportunity, probably like everyone else. Opportunity. Well, I wouldn't call opportunity my gig, but, you know, it's, it no. is what it is. Do tell. I do seek out the lost, you know, people who've gone missing down here in the shackles, Moengi area, and return news of their demise or survival to their families. Uh-huh. Brings comfort, solace, you know. Closure. Exactly. I understand. And, uh, who do you do this for? A private contractor, actually. Whoever seems to be paying the bills. And lately, who would it be? For this particular mission, I would be working for a Captain Veneri. Yes, yes, She's lost a sailor. My responsibility to find out what happened to him. Oh, well, good luck with that. And, uh, see you around. He walks off. Alright, folks, this is where we're going to take a quick pause, and uh, we'll be back again in a moment.
Shield Bash is made in association with the Knights of the Octagon and the Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us on Facebook at Shield Bash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, or online at Farmageddon137.com. Music by Lee Rosevier. Questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com.